Hello, how are you? I'm doing okay. I had a question about um, dealing with CPS here in Oklahoma City. Um, do they have a specific timeline on, like, how long they have for court proceedings and stuff? Um, I didn't agree to the allegations because they put in their high-speed chase uh, substance abuse, which I used to smoke marijuana, but I have a medical card, and prescription abuse, which my doctor that was giving me my Xanax told them she's never abused her prescription. Becker with attorney Vince Davis on the secret how to fight CPS and win. We're going to take another call from Ebony in Oklahoma City. Hi Ebony, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Do you have a question to ask or a story to tell? Um, a question for Vincent. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Hi Mr. Davis. Hello, how are you? I'm doing okay. I had a question about um, dealing with CPS here in Oklahoma City. Um, do they have a specific timeline on, like, how long they have for court proceedings and stuff? Um, I didn't agree to the allegations because they put in their high-speed chase uh, substance abuse, which I used to smoke marijuana, but I have a medical card, and prescription abuse, which my doctor that was giving me my Xanax told them she's never abused her prescription never had an issue with Ebony. So I'm just wondering, because they rescheduled my bench trial twice, um, how long are they going to keep my babies or what should I do? You know, um, I'm licensed here in California, not in Oklahoma, but let me tell you the answer to your question as if you were in California, okay? Okay. Um, I believe that under the federal regulations and all under statutes in most states, there is a timeline that's ticking away. Um, with respect to family reunification services. So, you know, you might want to talk to your attorney and make sure that uh, that timeline is not going to be used against you in the future. Uh, the other thing that I would do is I would concentrate or ask your attorney to concentrate um, on placing those children or your children with a friendly relative. And that relative um, wouldn't have to necessarily live in the state of Oklahoma or in your city or county. They might be able to live anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world. So right, and the kinship people, they're they are not moving like they should. Um, I put in a request over a month ago. They contacted her, but they haven't even moved forward with that. So I'm just kind of confused, and then I'm, I'm a little nervous because uh, I've never was in a high-speed chase with the police. I was the one who actually called the police, and me and my ex were having issues, and um, I was following him so the police could catch him. And then... Um, the DHS worker, she just got, I, I did talk crazy to her because I had already had my children at my mom's house. And then she kept asking me to put them in a safety plan, like, after two weeks. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So she eventually went to my mom's house about midnight and picked up my babies. And um, i just been dealing with this, but my children are ready to come home. Of course, I'm going through it. And I'm just like, when is this going to end? What do I do? I don't know what to expect at the trial. 
because they make up so many lies. But as far as everything else, I know that I'm good. But with this, she put in their high-speed chase. Like, that's literally on my petition. And I don't even see why they haven't taken that out. Were the kids with you in this high-speed chase? Uh, they were with me. and Yes, they were. But it was never a high-speed chase. I see. The officer even said... Um, like whenever I met with the officer because I was on the phone with them the whole time with dispatch and um, he was like well I couldn't even say how fast you were going because he got another call that a car was following another car going high speeds and he even said I couldn't even say how fast you were going because I wasn't there so I'm just like how could they put a high speed chase mm -hmm. it sounds like you should have a, a meeting either you know in person or zoom or on the phone with your attorney so you guys can uh, plan out a strategy. Sounds like you might have a decent defense and be able to get the children back at the next court hearing. So did I do the right thing by not a... Well, I know I, I didn't want to agree to the allegations because they're not true, but uh, we're going proceeding with a bench... What they call it a bench trial. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Oklahoma is one of those states that where you can have a jury trial, can't you? I, they haven't offered that. They just said it's a bench trial only. Hmm. Well, that's something I would definitely go over with your attorney. You have an attorney, right? Yes, and oh. he caught COVID this last uh, oh, no. hearing trial date, so they switched it off right. uh, to December 17th. And then the first time it was supposed to be October 15th, the judge had to leave and go out of town. So I'm like, this isn't even my fault, but this is a two-month set off, and it's just me and my kids are just lingering around. Do you have relatives that could take the kids in the meantime? Yes, and they deny my mom. She has no criminal history, no background. They will not give them to my mom. Okay, when you say they, who are you referring to? Well, uh, CPS, DHS. Right. In California, and, you know, we can assume for a moment that Oklahoma is the same way. Uh, if the social worker denies something, you know, you have a right to take it to the court, to the judge, for the judge to decide. And one of the strategies that I use is sometimes I get a list of relatives and family friends, like 25. You know, they might say no to one, but it's pretty hard to say no to 25. Right. So you might want to make that list up, talk to your attorney about it, see if you can use it. Okay. Okay. And if you were in California, those relatives and family friends wouldn't even have to live in your town or in your city. They could live anywhere in the state, anywhere in the country, and, you know, in, in a lot of cases, anywhere in the world. Okay. Okay. Well, I was just kind of worried about the trial, even though it's been set off. I'm just like, what do I expect? What's going to happen? Because, like I said, no other allegation as far as the substance abuse. I did used to smoke marijuana. I have a medical license. Uh, prescriptions, NX, I was getting those for about four years, and my doctor wrote out a statement saying never. So I just don't know what what's going to happen, what to expect. Great. Now, I don't know about the statement by the doctor, um, what the rules of evidence are in Oklahoma. But in California, that statement might not be admissible evidence. It might be considered hearsay. You might have to have your doctor come to court and testify that he wrote that letter. And um, he's so busy, I don't think that's possible. Well, you can send us, I am assuming, you know, Oklahoma's like California, you can send a subpoena to him and, or her, and the doctor would have to come to um, come to come to court. I'm sorry, Cynthia was signaling me. She has a question. Go ahead. Ebony, are they drug testing you? 
for what um, they're I've accusing you? Abuse. Um, so, no, I just had to take the initial one. And I'm guessing that's because uh, I had my prescription and my medical card. But I don't. only reason I don't smoke right now is because I, I am pregnant. Okay. But for the other drug that they said you were abusing, do they? Because that would also show up on a drug test. I believe you said it was Xanax. Yeah. Are they having you drug test for that? No, ma'am. Well, she said she had a prescription for the Xanax, right? Yeah. But okay. she said that somebody stated she was abusing it. Oh. Well, they're going to have to come up with evidence to prove that, mm -hmm. I assume, in Oklahoma. So Nobody... that's the main thing. Like in trial, they have to have evidence. Because my only thing is they lied and said high speed chase. So it's like, what else can y'all lie about? They get away with whatever they want, pretty much. To right. me. But that's going to be up to you and your attorney to prove or to show the judge that, you know, they can't call it a high-speed uh, uh, chase. They don't have an eyewitness to it, right? They need somebody to say, hey, I saw that. And if you're telling me the policeman is going to say, you know, I don't know if it was a high-speed chase, who else do they have? See, so they can say anything they want, but when it comes down to the bottom line of having a trial, they do have to prove it. Okay. Well, that was my main concern. Um, I don't need other concerns. It's just that my babies are gone. But as far as the court stuff, I'm just like, what do I expect? I want them home, and I know that this none of this is true. Well, Ebony, would you do me a favor? Would you make an appointment to meet with or talk to your attorney? Yes, sir, I will. Okay. He's quarantining right now, but oh, yeah, um, as yeah. soon as I can, I will. Okay. And do me a favor. In a few weeks, call us and let us know. Give us an update what happened, okay? Yes, sir, I will. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, and thank you for calling in. Did you have a question? Or Not a question. I was going to say something back to the other caller that oh, we had. Go ahead. Uh, it's for you. Uh-huh. One thing that happened, her case actually sounded very similar to things I dealt with in my case, such as several social workers. One thing that I dealt with and struggled with was every time prior to a new social worker coming onto my case, I would be ready to have either more visitation time or something would be ready to change in my case, so they said. And as soon as that would happen, a new social worker would come on and make me start all over again because she didn't know me. Okay, I, you know, I, I see that happen quite a bit. Is there any, there's nothing to do, I suppose, correct? You know, there's probably something that you can do. I'm not sure that it's worth the time and effort and then trying to, you know, it might, it might be better spent trying to bring that social worker, the new social worker, up to speed. When I tried to do that, to talk to them and show them I was being pushy, that's what they told me, and it made it worse for me. And these are things that I hear in interviews that I do, that when there are new social workers and you're trying to talk to them, it's it's crazy. And when I went to the supervisor, because that is the one person who remained the same on my case, um, that supervisor was very against me mm -hmm. after trying to talk to her. All right. We've got to move into our second break. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services. And when we'll be back with more questions and more stories. Thank you.